right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another In the News. I am Josh, once again, as always, joined by my favorite In the News co-host, Erica, from the Horror Cafe podcast and gaming YouTube channel podcast. I just want to see how long I get you to do the hand thing. Oh, just keep going. I just kept going. I was like, I'm going to add add as much stuff in here as I can. Before we jump into that, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so that you get all of the new and existing content from the HMC studios to get to add spirit fingers. Yes, exactly. Some people will notice the Krubies may notice that I look like I have been uh, kicked out of my house and I'm living at a motel six, but that's not the case that I know of. I am traveling, and we needed to get this episode out, so here I am. Here we are. And what did you? What was your comment earlier? So the patrons got about 15 minutes of extra content before this started. They'll probably get some after it's over. I were everybody listening right now, and I don't want to tell people what to do. That's not my MO, but I would stop what you're doing. I would go to the link in the description. I would go to Patreon right now. I would sign up to be an official Kruby or a VIP Kruby because you're going to get hours of bonus content you're going to get extra before and after episode clips and sound bites you're going to get the opportunity to buy the new hmc merch this says hc i don't want to trick anybody there is an m in there you get first dibs at that and there's a bunch of cool stuff coming out after the mid-season break so not to do a shameless plug but to do a shameless plug go become a patron and find out everything we just talked about prior to the episode starting i don't even remember what i was talking about now me either. Oh, the yeah. hotel. Oh, yes. So I'm uh in a, you said it looks kind of um what'd you say? Uh, I mean I it looks remember. very hotel like. You said kind of mm. dingy. The lighting it's is the very lighting. hotel. Yeah. You know, because like, everything's very dim in it hotels. Is. It is. It was cool because hmm. behind me is the big picture window. I actually have I don't want to sound like I'm somebody important, but I actually have like a suite, so there's like a window over here. In the big window back here, and there's like a whole nother room over there. But I had this open back here because you could see downtown of where I'm at. Cause I am downtown. But nice. then it got too dark because it's now the sun is gone, and these lights that are shining on me making me look like I have salmon. I'm not salmonella. What is that when your skin jaundice? Jaundice. Yes, looks like I have jaundice. I don't think I do. Maybe I do. I don't know. But hard to tell now. Yes, exactly. The lights <laughs> were reflecting off of the window and you couldn't see outside anyway. All you could see was like the back of me. And I have like this yeah. little bald spot right here that it isn't really a bald spot, but it might be someday that I don't want anybody oh, to no. see. And then you'd see the ring light back there. Wait, wait you mean this one? Yep, that one. There, there it is. It is. Cat, yeah. like the cat. Like. I'm telling you, dude, I'm like a like a goldfish. I'm like all over the place. But we have a, a, a big announcement to make right now. You, as promised, came in your brand new oh, yes. Bucky's shirt. Here it is. Yes. It looks good. I, I think like it's it. super adorable. It's fashionable. It's, it's kind know, of he's cute. I, I mean, it's kind of fashionable. Kinda. It's it's making kinda. a statement for sure. It's definitely making a oh, statement. That's for sure. And Next week, I have to wear the other hat. Yes. Right? And then we'll start combining the shirt and the hats together. Yes, I, I think that's the natural progression of where this thing should go is that boom, 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 
Um, yeah. I won't have had the opportunity to travel to a Bucky's yet by then. So I won't have my Bucky's gear, but, um, you know what? Maybe I'll try to get Abby to record me in Bucky's and, um, I could put it yes. up. And when you, you have to buy either a hat or a shirt. So then we can match. Okay. On an episode. What we color is that? I don't, I don't know if I can get like the full color of what that shirt color is based on my screen right now. It's like a salmon pink. Yeah. Okay. Do they have other I mean, colors? It's the, it's the girl. Yeah. Mm. This is the girl section for men. They have all, they have more and different designs, but this was like the girl one. So it's like a crop top. So, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like just a, a t-shirt. I might they buy the women's. I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to count. I think anything you can pull out. it off. You can funny, pull it off. Funny story. I've got a lot of them, as you know. Um, <laughs> I <do>. So <laughs> I could, I, I'm a big, I wear most of my over gear, over gear. Sure. Most of my stuff I wear over my shirts and whatnot are Columbia brand. I okay. love Columbia. It's comfortable, right? It's like you're wearing a sweat, like, like a, a blanket around when you're wearing a Columbia fleece. I don't know why I got all. It, I don't Outerwear. Do that. That's the word. Outerwear. Yes. Outerwear. So, Big, I love Columbia. I couldn't find my black Mm. Columbia fleece. I was dead certain Abby wore it somewhere because she always wears my stuff and leaves it places. I was like, I know that you did this. So I was looking through my closet the other day and lo and behold, there it was, or so I thought. And I put it on and I'm walking, I'm the only one home. I'm walking around the house and I'm like, something doesn't feel right with this. Like this thing got shrunk in the wash, dude. So I like take it off and look at it and it's a a large, which I would generally wear a medium. So I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't even own a large, like whose Columbia is this? So I put it back on, I'm walking around and I like bent down to get something. I noticed like the back of it came like almost up to my shoulder blades. I'm like, why is this fitting so weird? So I put it, took it off. I put it back in the closet. I'm like, I I got a dangly. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) With this, that's worse. With this Columbia, but it's I don't know what's going on. So I put it back in the closet. Yeah. A week later, Abby brought home this new Columbia that she got. Okay. And she was like, I don't know if it's a men's or a women's. It's a large. Here, do you think this fits? So she put it on. I'm like, yeah, it fits perfectly. And she was like, okay, because you know, the women's are tailored differently. They're like higher in the back and the arms are weird. And then it hit me. I'm like... I fucking wore around a woman's Columbia fleece for probably a good hour and a half, dude. That's awesome. Did you tell her? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, this, this is the first time I've 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 told you. That's it. Oh my god, that envisioning that is really hysterical. <laughs> Be, because That's... you know how OCD I am. Because the whole time I'm wearing it, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? And it, she's right, especially Columbia. It's very cut. Mm-hmm. For women. So when you're saying the bending down, <laughs> I'm yeah. envisioning this sweater going off. It did. It, like if I had like, yeah. like a shirt on that also rose up, I would have had like, like the, like when I was in high school, I don't know why they did this, but the girls wore these pants that like barely covered up their butt crack. Yes. And then they would wear shirts that like barely, when they're standing up, barely went down to the top of their pants. So then when they would bend over in school, like to pick up, they would have to like hold the top of their pants and bend over so that they would like, could cut, you know what I mean? You, you, I'm sure you, I you sure prob- do. 
you probably lived through this era. Um, yeah. And I always thought like, that cannot what be is the point? Yes, what is the point? But that's how I felt. And then I was like, now I feel even worse for these girls that had to live through this because I'm living it now. But luckily my shirt was taller and I could, you know, I had the little coverage going on, but. And luckily you didn't leave the house. That's true. Luckily I did not leave the house. Um, this is the first time I've spoken about this. Abby doesn't listen to the podcast because I embarrass her. So she doesn't listen. Uh, so she may never um, know about this, but last thing, and then we'll jump into in the news. I know I'm sorry for all the people that only tune in to hear us talk about the news, but there is a good deal of people that tune in to hear us rant and rave about stupid stuff like this. So, you know, we got to please both audiences. We got to balance. Right? right. Yeah. So the meat back to the, the, the sizing thing, I felt bad for women in their clothing because Abby can wear one of my, men's medium mm-hmm. Columbia's and looks big on her, but I yeah. was wearing a large women's Columbia and it was probably the equivalent of a small men's Columbia. If I had to guess. Right. Probably so, like automatically like the large is like, like it, this doesn't make any sense. The sizing, I could see how that would be deflating to women when like, Oh, I should be able to wear a small, but then you go and it's a large, like what the fuck? Yeah, and like with that brand in particular, it makes you feel worse about yourself because of like the small feels like an extra extra small. So mm. if you're normally small, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like yes. I don't fit. And right. um, and that's especially with their pants. Like that that one really makes me feel bad. I'm like, okay, uh, what? Why am I this <laughs> size now? <laughs> because of the cut. And yes. I think us girls definitely love wearing like men's jackets because mm-hmm. at least for me, it's just like roomier in there versus, yeah. I mean, I, I could just size up in women's, but there's something about the men cut yeah. that is much more comfortable. So I think that's why your stuff probably gets stolen. It is. Lot. I've lost yeah. multiple Under Armour shirts and multiple yep. Columbia jackets, but that's okay. Yeah. It's what I signed up for. It was in our vows. I'm allowed to steal your clubs. So there we have it. It's part of it. I buy, like, I'll buy graphic tees from the men's section. Mm. I, cause I don't care. Cause sometimes I'll like, depending on what it, what it looks like, I can like, I'll cut it to like customize it to make it shorter, but it's still like really comfortable. Cause again, it's that roomy yeah. that I like. And sometimes I like that oversized fit that I can't right. get in a women's. And besides, you guys get better graphic tees. That's probably true. I've never shopped in the women's graphic tee section, but I would <laughs> right. have to envision. Um, yeah, but I think a lot of those are like unisex now, right? Like where they're for kind of like everybody. Because let's be probably. honest, I am guilty of this. Seth will tell you I wear tight t-shirts. I can't help it. But the other thing is when you order t-shirts, which you should go to the link in the link tree and order some HMC merch, some of the different colors run in different sizes weird like a black yeah medium t-shirt doesn't fit like a white medium t-shirt i don't know that's annoying yeah i agree it's it's the same fabric same cut different color but different size go figure it's very frustrating but and you know what else too kids shoes they have the coolest kid shoes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sneakers they have like the coolest designs and colors and i'm like why can't we have that as and adults. Expensive, dude. Ridic. Like, and yeah, ridic. I like that. And yeah. 
you have to buy new ones like every year. Sometimes Lucy do Lucy burns through some shoes. Like for instance, let me show you. Oh, yeah. It's like I have Lucy's shoe with me. Stretch. This pair oh. of Vans, okay? Mm. That's a pretty standard van, right? This pair of Vans. I've had these for four years. Yeah. Oh, you froze. And I've never had to buy a new pair. Four years? Yeah. I've had, did, am I still frozen? No, you're kind of back. But you're a little delayed. I'm sure it'll fix itself. Okay. Uh, I've had my same. I've had my same Converse from high school. Mmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, do you wear them a lot? No, not really. Because they're actually for me, they're uncomfortable because they're too flat. So yes. I'll just wear them for small situations or movie yeah. theaters because obviously I'm just sitting. Right. But. Most of my sneakers last a long time. It's when I was a kid. Actually, I was I had to go to Payless at the time. Mm-hmm. Payless, something that doesn't exist anymore. Funny Is it enough. not? Does it not? It at least not around here. They're all gone down here. Oh wow. Hmm. I think because... we have like knockoff Paylesses, whatever that. Like like, I don't know what they're called, but they're like kind of like Payless, but they're not called yeah. Payless. Yeah, because when I would ask for <clears throat> like Nikes. Um, you know, they were too expensive yeah. and not just that you do run through them like crazy as kid or your foot is growing so much. I was always mm-hmm. like, we're not going to spend $60 for then your foot to grow. Right. So once I was in middle school, I got my first pair of Nikes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was groundbreaking. I took pictures. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, my first pair of Nikes. This is so great. Isn't that funny you remember things like that? Like, I remember having the yeah. Shaq shoes from Meyer. Like, I didn't have the Michael Jordans or, like, the Kobe. Like, I had the Shaq shoes from Meyer. I didn't have the Vans or the Chucks. I had the fucking Airwalks. This is before. Oh, yes! I think Airwalks are cool now. It's kind of like yeah. Champion brand. They've came back around. Right. But, like, when yeah. I was a kid, Airwalk, like, you didn't want Airwalks. You wanted Correct. Vans. Vans. You, yes, or, like, Converse, Chuck Taylors. Um, yep. I had the Airwalks, dude, which were knockoff Vans, right? Like, they were the Payless version of Vans. Yeah. And I remember yeah. in the seventh grade, I don't know how I did this. She must be feeling bad for me or something. I talked my mom into getting me a pair of Kobe Bryant shoes. And they were expensive. But dude, I thought these were the coolest shoes ever. They were all white. They look like moon shoes. And looking back at them now, they're hideous. And they were such a stupid purchase. I can't believe my mom wastes that much money on these shoes. Shows how much she loves me. But you remember those things, right? Yeah. It's the, it's those small things. I'm telling it's like, it felt like you won the lotto as a kid when you got them. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Oh my God. You strut through school in them and you show your friends. Look what I got. Look what I got. Because I know the Nikes, I got them for Christmas or my birthday. One of the two. So I came back that Monday like, hey, I'm cool like everyone else now. (laughs) You walk in, you walk in with your first pair of Nikes and everybody switched to Adidas. They're like, why are you wearing those? I know. I was like, really? I missed the memo. It doesn't matter. These are still great. These are still great. Which brings me to, I watched Air last night. Okay. I actually really enjoyed that movie. I know you're not you're not a Matt Damon fan, right? I am not. He's in it pretty I mean, he's like the main character. Yeah. So I don't know. But I really enjoyed it because it has to do with Air Jordan. Yes. The whole movie. So I thought it was really well done. It was also I mean, it was almost two hours, but it actually didn't feel that long. 
Okay. For, and I watched it during the week. So not too bad. Impressive. Yes. Before so, finally knocking out at a decent time. <laughs> so is it the um is it the story of the book Shoe Dog? It's about the owner of Nike, right? Or the guy that created Nike? So he's in it, like the CEO who's Ben Affleck plays the CEO of Nike, okay. who I think is the guy. Is it uh I can't Philip Knight, I think is the the guy's uh, name. I think so. Yeah. I because I, I read so. them I read the book Shoe Dog, which was about Nike, and it had parts of Michael Jordan's story in it. But I think Okay. So does the movie solely focus on Jordan? Yeah, it's okay. not. They've already established themselves as Nike. However, they aren't dominating. It's right. actually, I forgot. I think it was Adidas and Converse. Mm. And especially Converse, they are dominating basketball shoes Okay. at the time. Because this is 84 that yeah. this is happening. So, of course, you know I'm already in because it's of an course. 80s movie. Of course, naturally. Naturally. Done. Just done. But... Um, so, yeah, it's just a story of how they're struggling and they need to sign some major athlete and then they go after Michael Jordan. And then mm, the rest then, is history, literally. And, you know, they show you how much money. Oh, my God, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. So I saw a thing online that, that said how much LeBron James makes a day, it's like four hundred and twenty five. Maybe it's a, a week. It's either a week or a day. It's like four hundred and twenty five thousand yeah. dollars he makes in like a day or a week or something. And I'm like, good for you, LeBron. Good for you, man. Good for you, can, you dude. You can throw us some. <laughs> I mean, but then they also went through like all the kids that he's put through college. I'm not a big LeBron yeah. fan. If I'm being honest, I find him somewhat obnoxious, even though, even though I am from Ohio and I'm a big Ohio guy, I usually support most things Ohio, but he and I have <laughs> a rocky relationship, but um, nonetheless, you can't, you can't uh, take away from, what the guy did and has continued yep. to do so but um yeah let's jump into the news so yes i have to say thank <laughs> you to you i didn't do anything for this outline anytime i'm sorry um you've had a week it's been a week it's been a week but i say that every week so people are just gonna be like what is what's with this guy he's always got complaints everybody's got everybody's got complaints he's got complaints let me tell you about my complaints the little mermaid makes 117.5 million dollars memorial day weekend box office champ correct me if i'm wrong but didn't we say that the little mermaid was projected to make 130 million uh no i think it was 100 it was projected to make over 100 million over 100 i think maybe we should start saving these uh, I mean, it's recorded somewhere. I'm sure somebody True. would love to go back and tell me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I Did... thought it was a hundred, but because I'm getting, I might be getting it confused with Guardians too, which was mm. also projected to do. I know that one was a hundred over its weekend as well, but this one had a three day weekend, so I'm not sure. That's true, and some people were saying that these yeah. this technically had a four-day weekend because Thursday, the movies get released, so Thursday, Friday, True. Saturday, Sunday. Um, I actually went to see The Little Mermaid. I don't, have we talked about this yet, or did we save it for this? We Briefly, but then I think we saved it for this, so... Okay, where to, start? where to start? The movie <laughs> oh, is God. geared Too toward long. kids, right? It's supposed to be mm. geared toward kids, and it's two hours and 15 minutes long. It's about 45 minutes too long for a kid's movie. I don't know what Mario yeah. was, but 
it held the kid's interest. This did not. Um, so it makes me wonder, is this really geared toward kids or was it geared toward people, adults that have nostalgic ties to the original Little Mermaid? Because it was pretty much a retelling shot for shot for most yeah. of it of the original movie. Um, there's parts of it where obviously you and I talked about this, they're underwater. So it's a ton of it CGI. Some of it even looks a little bit cartoony when it's just like the fish and okay and stuff floating around. Um, so from that aspect of it, it's too long. It's very, very heavily CGI. They added, um, two or three new songs to it that are not in the original. Oh, okay. And they don't, like Prince Eric gets his own song. And to me, that's just, you don't need Prince Eric singing his own song. Um, yeah. There is a Scuttle song. Does Scuttle have his own song in the, no. Um, Not that I remember. And then there may be an extra Ariel song, I think, but uh, completely unnecessary. So it's really two hours and 15 minutes. It's just yeah. too long. That being said, um, Melissa McCarthy steals the show as Ursula. Okay, she I had a fan- feeling she would. Fantastic. I'm. I like Melissa McCarthy anyway. Uh, her last few movies, in my humble opinion, have sucked. Um, but I liked her earlier stuff, and I thought I even uh, up until it's the one she did for Netflix with Jason Bateman, where he has the crab hands. I don't know what that movie's called. But I think I don't, maybe she's haven't like, they done a few together? I don't know. This one, yeah, like Identity Thief was them. That was like at the yeah, height yeah, of her, yeah. her stuff. But um, yeah. she steals the show. I think she is top notch as um, Ursula. She does great. Okay. Uh, the girl that plays Ariel, I, her name is not coming to me right now. She does all, also does very awesome. Looks great. Oh, okay. Sings The songs are great. Everything's great. She doesn't do anything to um, take away from it. She does, I, if anything, I think she adds to it. It's just, I think she does a really great job. Um, okay. The opening scene on the ship was very cool. It was very Pirates of the Caribbean. You can obviously tell they did it in a, a water tank with a green screen, but it looks really cool. Okay. Also way too long. I think that added way too much to it as well. So, I mean, the takeaways, the movie's too long. Um, Melissa McCarthy is fantastic as Ursula. The girl yeah. that played Ariel is really good. Um, <laughs> whoever, so I am... Admittedly, I am not a Javier Bardum Bardem fan. Bardem, I'm yeah. not. I'm just. I don't know what it is. I I don't dislike the guy. He just doesn't do anything for me. I know there's a lot of people that really like that guy and think he does no wrong. Um, I just I, to me, he's okay. Yeah. But I swear to God, I think what they did is they went in. Have you already heard this? Did I already did I already say no, this? No, I okay. don't know what's. I so he <laughs> plays he plays uh, Ariel's dad, Triton, King, right? Triton. Yeah. Yes. I swear to God, they took a picture of Jason Momoa as Aquaman and they said, we need to age him to about <laughs> 50, mid 50s. Right. And we need to Disney him up a little bit, which means, you know, take off the tattoos, um, right. all that stuff. He legitimately looks like a poor man's version of an aged Jason Momoa as Aquaman. That makes sense. That's and amazing. It's like, Okay, I see what you did there. I see what you guys did here. Um, which it made me laugh every time he was on yeah. screen. So I like couldn't even take him seriously. Um, yeah. He doesn't do bad as Triton. It's just like I, I look at him and I'm like, that is 
Aquaman, a poor man's Aquaman. <laughs> it's an old ass Aquaman, poor man's oh, old man. ass Aquaman. So, um, yeah, I would not run out to see this in theaters, especially if you have kids. My kids are seven and nine and they had a hard time with it. There was multiple times they were like done. I could tell they were done and then something would yeah. like get them back engaged. But, um, yeah, just not, I don't, I don't know what I would give it out of five, but not, not for me. I, and, and again, I think I am also not into it because I don't have a, any ties to the little mermaid. Like it wasn't yeah. a movie I was a fan of as a kid. So that makes I, don't, sense. I don't have like any ties to it versus it would be interesting to get somebody else's opinion that loved the little mermaid and see what they thought of it. Did Abby like the little mermaid? She was a big, a kid? she did. Um, and okay. I think her takeaway was it was too long and it was, it was just okay. Yeah. that uh, You named, I didn't know the length until you, you text me and I'm like, it's long. How long is it? Oh my God. Two hours and 15 minutes. That's, you know, that's ridiculous. That's way yeah. beyond what we like around here, unless it's like grant, like warranted for that time. But, right. um, I definitely was concerned about the CGI, which it, that that's my complaint about this stuff. It's that mm-hmm. most of the time the cartoons are not they don't translate well to real life because right. of because of all that potential CGI. And I do think you made a good point. I think they made this for our generation. Yes, because I, we barely have an attention span. How is a kid gonna sit through it for two hours? Right. That doesn't make sense i i always liked little mermaid going going up growing up um but like i said last time aladdin was always my favorite and beauty and the beast and even those remake like aladdin out of those was my favorite um but even beauty and the Beast, same thing like it just doesn't translate well because mm-hmm. it's magical and you have to cgi everything so i'd rather right. just stay with the cartoon it's fine i can just envision it myself it's okay Right. Like to not be given this, but it's all right. Like, I don't even know if I'll ever watch it on Disney plus like now knowing how long it is. I, I just, I don't care. (laughs) I just flat out don't care. You know, if you like the little mermaid, I would, I would say watch it just to see how you think it translates. But, um, for again, I don't have any ties. I would, if, if it weren't for the girls, I probably would never watch this movie. Um, yeah, but like for like, but Beauty and the Beast that was one of my favorite movie, one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid. Um, in yeah. terms of the that genre of movie, um, so I did like the live action. I'm also very biased because Hermione Granger was Belle, so I was probably yeah. gonna like it regardless. So I there may be a little bit of biasy there, admittedly. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the Aladdin movie, but at the time, Will Smith was one of my favorite actors. Um, yeah, obviously not so much anymore. I think he's kind of a scumbag, but, um, at the time I was, yeah, uh, I really liked Will Smith. He was good. He did a good genie. I, he did. I agree. And I think what he did is he separated himself from the Robin Williams genie. Yeah. In a good way. And I think with, um, beauty and the beast, and I'm going to completely contradict myself here because I think what um, Emma Watson, right? I always get all the yeah. Emma's screwed up. Yeah, I think Emma she Watson. did a really good job of playing Belle because um, it she didn't really 
differentiate herself from the cartoon, but you could tell it was just different. It was almost like it was, even though it was set back in that time, it was like almost like a more modern version of Belle. Right. Is what she played. Um, yeah. With this, the girl that played Ariel did really well. Triton was just a joke, in my opinion. Most McCarthy was great. Um, yeah. A few things that they did try to differentiate themselves is they had to Disney this movie, which I think, and Abby and I both laughed about this because I think it did more harm than good, in my opinion. Um, for instance, um, the part I think did more harm than good is Triton. Every one of his daughters is a different race, a different mm. ethnicity. So like we were like, man, Triton was a whore. I was about to say, well, sounds like he was a hoe, but <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. Or he's just like a player, right? Like it's like right. it's like okay. I see what you were trying to do. You were trying to be all inclusive and include all yeah. of these different races and ethnicities and and whatnot. But at, at that same time, you have made this man look like you know what? Like what is he doing? How is he getting all these daughters from yeah. different cultures and ethnic? Right. So it was like that's kind of weird. Um, it's like a double message. The Eric thing. It Eric, cancels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Eric is not the. Uh, so the and I don't remember if in the Little Mermaid his dad was dead or not. Is his mom and dad both alive in in Little Mermaid? Eric, Prince Eric, yeah. Uh, I think he had like a butler with him. I don't think they ever mentioned parent, or if they did, like it was in the background. Okay, the butler yeah. is there. He's a part of it. Okay. Um, yeah. But his dad has passed away in a shipwreck, and that's supposedly why Eric loves to go on these voyages and whatnot. But he is not actually. So his mom is black in the movie. Eric is okay. a very a very white person, and his mom is black. So the storyline is that he just appeared on their shore one day, and they the mm. mom and the dad, the print, the king and the queen took him in as their own son, like adopted. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Yes. So okay. like that was different. Um, again, it didn't really add or take away anything from the story. I yeah. didn't like the guy they cast as Eric. I thought they did a, a poor casting there. I don't know. He just was very bland to me. I don't mm. know why, but um, yeah. Anyway, oh, Scuttle is a girl and Scuttle's not a boy. Oh. Uh, she's also not a pelican. She's a. It's a seagull. I'm sorry. Yeah, she was. I think he was a a seagull. He's not a seagull. She's a um, I don't know what kind of bird she is, but she can actually go underwater and stay underwater with them. Okay. Um, Because they have like a full fledged scene underwater where Scuttle's underwater and they're talking and whatnot. Because Ariel's actually not allowed to go up to the surface. She's never been to the surface. So the first time she actually breaks the surface is when she sees Eric and saves Eric. So that's what they kind of did. So the whole. um, Got it dingle hopper thing that all takes place underwater and the bird can okay. go underwater so okay. anyway got it that was a long ass time on the little mermaid but um, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i thought this was gonna do well just because it was memorial day weekend yeah. and it's a disney movie but um eh, for me i would say wait till it comes out on demand or whatever got it will do if Ooh. i even Watch it. Yeah, you're not going to watch it. That's okay, though. I understand. But something you may watch, mm. Black Mirror Season 6 out June 15th. Yes. Well, yes, I will definitely watch that. And we finally got a date this week. So that's the update on that. I don't know if they're going to release them all, probably. And that's fine, because then I'll just binge it that whole weekend. There Great. you go. There you go. Done. I, um, you are very excited for this, correct? I am. I really like this show because there's a lot of episodes that you're like, it it does that tech horror 
thing mm. that I like where it uses a lot of technology to make it's like freaky. Um, it's not horror. It's just it is very sci-fi. Yeah. But like it's Twilight Zone, just like eerie, freaky. So I'm a, I am because I've been waiting a long time <laughs> for this one. Everybody it- had like people that are fans have been waiting a while. Is it weird that it's already June 1st and we're just getting a release date? Is that normal for this show or is that like kind of odd? Yeah, it happened like that last time too. It's just like, okay, here it is. Like they teased it and then here's your date. That's it. That's all you get. Like, and that's fine. Like I'd rather know quick instead of all this waiting and then you forget. Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to say that with like Netflix, I feel like if they advertise it too far out, there's just so much content, which we complain about every episode, but like there's so much content that people (laughs) will just forget about it. Exactly. That's why I don't mind because now it's fresh. And I actually, I went around and told people I know that like it, (laughs) June 15th, it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. Get ready. Get ready that weekend. I so hope the, it's a weekend. I assume it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's a Friday, right? It's got to be, I would think. It's got to be. I wouldn't think they would release it. It's a Thursday. Perfect. That's fine. I'll start Thursday night. There you go. I'll be in Florida. <laughs> I will not watch it. On. The great thing for me is I don't have to watch the earlier ones to watch this, correct? You do not. No. There's barely any, like, each episode is completely different. There's only... Once in a while, that something from an old episode will creep in, but okay. at the it still doesn't matter. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's not detrimental. You can still watch it. Are there any stars in this that you already know are in episodes that you're excited for? Uh, the one celebrity I saw because I liked him in Breaking Bad is Aaron Paul. I know he's in an episode. I'm excited to see him because I like him. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can't remember who else was in it. There's a bunch of people in it. Again, last season was the same thing. They're bringing more celebrities into it. So it makes it more exciting because they started off with no one. Yeah. To it my was a British, British show, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it always seemed because the first episode is in London. So that's the pig and one, right? The pig one. No one forgets that. Well, and not to do another shameless plug, but if you go and join Patreon, you will get an, a Patreon exclusive episode where the HMC podcast actually cover that episode of Black Mirror. Nice. Yeah. So nice. if you're listening, you want to hear that. It was quite it's a the good experience. pre-gaming. Yeah, it was. I wish it was one that we had done a commentary episode on rather than just a full episode, because I think it would have been hilarious. Seth had never seen it. It would have been hilarious to have uh, actually watched it together. That would be good. You might want to do it for it. Well, they may not be like that anymore, but anytime I mention Black Mirror, oh, the the one with the pig, I'm like, that's what you remember? It's insane how that first episode was very impressionable. Well, I mean, people. it's not something you normally see. Plus, I wonder no. how many people watched more episodes past that. So it's, you know, so I don't know if, because I have seen probably six or seven episodes of Black Mirror, and I that's the one that sticks out the most to me personally. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it does for me, but it's like my it's at the bottom. I have other ones. that I'm like, wow, you try to forget the pig, the pig scene. But yeah, it's all good. That's all right. It'll always stay there. Yes, it will. Well, something I'm very excited for is Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem trailer is out. It hits theaters in August. Have you watched the trailer yet? Oh, my God. 
the animation on this looks amazing. Agreed. It looks like a it comic book. It looks so cool. Yes. It looks really like I'm actually interested. I used to love this as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I met them right at Universal. Who knows? Yeah. Wherever. Oh, my God. It was the coolest thing back then. Right. When you meet these real thing. Well, real to you. Uh-huh. But I I was like, wow, this is great. Like the colors on it and the styling of it. I love it. I honestly didn't even pay attention to what it's about. I was just fascinated by the the design on it. Looks great. I like it a lot. And the they really legitimately seem like teenagers in this. They're very childish, yeah. which I think will be good for the girls. I think the girls, sp- 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 wow, specifically Lucy uh, yeah. will really like this because of how goofy and how childish it um it comes off, but I agree yeah. with you. I think the animation looks awesome and it's different from like, I love the goofy fluffy foam costume Ninja Turtle. It's like from the movies. Yeah. Like I'd yeah. love to see that again. Um, but then I also liked what they did with some of the animated Ninja Turtles. I didn't mind the, um, the last ones that had come out. I think Johnny Knoxville was in one as Leonardo. And then, um, some other, I didn't mind those, but I think this yeah. one, it's different than all those other ones, which is cool to see. And I like Seth Rogen. I didn't think his book was that great as some other people did, but I did read his book. I thought it was okay. Um, but I like Seth Rogen for whatever reason. And I, I'm excited to see what he does with this. I'm excited. Like I, this would be a lot of fun in the theater to see thing huge. So I hope maybe to go see it. Cause I think it would be worth it. And I do like that. They are complete teenagers. Right. It. Yeah. Like right off the bat, like there is no questioning that they are teenage ninja turtles. <laughs> ah, just like the name. <laughs> just like the name. They are because like great. I feel like they always age them up and everything. Even yeah. the other cartoons, like they're very, very like in this, they're very goofy. Like it's how mm-hmm. in my mind they would react if they were actual teenagers to these situations. So it'll right. be interesting to see. I hope it doesn't suck. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm very excited for it. Um, and I'm not a big animated movie or TV person anyway. So that we'll see if they can uh, change my mind on that. Yeah, I'm excited. I I think it will. I I have hopes it'll actually do well because it touches on it can appeal new fans or new kids, but because of the silliness. But then for people our age or older, since it's an older show, I think it'll hit a lot of audience. So I'm excited. I agree. I agree. Uh, filming of Nosferatu by uh, Robert Eggers reportedly wrapped in frog. Is that how you say that? Frog. Yeah. Frog. I almost said Prague. Frog. Like Prego. Um, Prego. How? Prego what are? Frog. What is your feeling, or how do you feel about Robert Eggers? So I loved The Witch. I have not watched The Northman. Can you guess why? Because it's really long. <laughs> Well, so, it is long. Yes, I'll give you that. Haven't found. Yep. And I did not like The Lighthouse. Okay. And I know a lot of people really love that movie. I We're going to do an episode on it, which I'm honestly dreading because I do mm. not want to watch that again, but whatever. Okay. Um, so it's like a 50-50, right? Because that's it, right? The Witch, The Lighthouse, and yeah. The Northmen. Um, I think so i don't think he's got anything I, else if he does i don't know um same 
Yeah, I so, thought you would really. I thought he would be one of your top guys with your whole um, elevated horror. Elevated horror. So, but with that being said, um, despite not liking the lighthouse, I do like his style. So he is still up there because I do like it. Um, I can see him. How he would have you seen the original of this? Um, I have not. Believe it or not, I have not watched the original. So I think he'll, if it's going to be like The Witch, I think it'll do a really good job. Um, I've seen the original. I actually really like it. And it has, because it's a silent movie and really old. Like, I mean, when you're watching it, you could tell that it's film and you can yeah. see all the grain on it. It just adds a spookiness to it. Like, there are moments where this thing is creeping around and you're like, ew. That's, <laughs> for back then, that must have been like, Right. Uh, mind blowing fucking evil rise you know evil evil rise evil dead rise now right. you know like it's very groundbreaking um and what's his name is gonna Skarsgård is gonna be Nosferatu oh that'll be awesome yeah so I'm excited hesitant because since he is a 50 50 at the same time right but because I'm interested in this original content I don't see it going wrong versus the lighthouse where at the end I was like, I think that one went over my head. That one was way too elevated, even for uh, me where I'm like, what, what happened? I have never seen it. And the reason being is that I have been told I will not like it. Um, however, yeah. I do like the witch. The first okay. time I watched it, I was indifferent to it. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it again. And, Same. um, I have also seen The Northman. I went to see it in theaters. I thought The Northman, while it is long, yes, it is fantastic. It's a great movie. Okay. But he's actually know. two for two with me. Okay. Um, I don't know that I would sit down and watch The Northman again just because it's so long. If somebody yeah. ha that hadn't seen it wanted to watch like if Abby was like, hey, let's watch The Northman, I would. She never would want to watch that movie, but um, <laughs> for I record. would watch it again. But okay. just the sheer amount of... What has me excited for this is just the sheer amount of... um understanding and like research he does on the yeah. time periods of which his movies are shot in is mm -hmm. second to none. Like it's it probably, yes, his movies look good. They're authentic. They're different. Um, but I would say the thing that really sticks out is his attention to detail about those time periods and the, everything about the time periods is just, it's almost perfect. Um, and I, you, that really comes out in the movie. So I'm excited for this. Robert Eggers isn't one of my favorite directors. I can't say that, but I will say his movies that I have watched, I have enjoyed. Yeah, uh, it, that's true. Cause I know with the witch, like they, he had them speak in that old, I forgot what the dialect is called, but they had them like learn that, that that's right. how they used to speak in that time. Even the, the lighting in the house, like when they were in the house and there was only candlelight, like that's it. He filmed in darkness, like he le keeps it legit. So I think he will do justice to this old, old movie, but still yeah. make it creepy like in The Witch, where it's not in your face. And that's what Nosferatu is too. It wasn't like boo. It was just like eerie and like yeah. this creep walking around and he's just weird looking. And of course he picked... Scars guard, which I think is great. 
I think the guy, from what I read, he doesn't like, even like horror yet. <laughs> here he is. I don't know if that's true because you know you, you don't know if that those are true articles. But dude, you've been doing a lot of horror, so thank you. And he's good at it. Like I think they picked. The only thing I'm worried about is he is Pennywise, and a lot of yeah. that's a lot of character acting in that movie. It's a lot of you know looks and um, just feelings that you get from the way he's moving or the way he's saying certain things. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how he plays that character. I have full uh confidence that bill skarsgård it's bill skarsgård playing it right yes okay because yeah. alexander skarsgård is in the northman which is one of the right. other skarsgårds but um yeah i think it'll I'm be excited. cool me yeah. too and um i'll definitely go check it out i don't think i'm gonna watch the lighthouse though because you've said you didn't like it and i know the elm street guys love it I also think they make shit up and say they like things they don't really like just because they want to sound smart, knowing that they're Canadian because they're like, you know what? We have to stand out a little bit. We're Canadian. We're communists. We <laughs> um, we have to say things to make us sound more intelligent than we actually are. Um, so I think that they don't really like the movie. <laughs> they're saving grace, oh though. They're saving grace. Well, hear me out. They're saving grace as people is that they have really, really great authentic in the news episode music oh my um, i knew it i knew that was coming. <laughs> funny story i mean it's it's not really a big story but i i don't know why when i was driving home from work today i was listening to music and all of a sudden i'm like i started laughing because i thought about you saying that in the last episode just the way you're like oh and they have that shitty music <laughs> and i'm just like what <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh in the car, like people yeah. behind me, Mr. They were like, what in front the of me. Fuck is wrong with this? Wrong lady? with that girl? <laughs> she just randomly um, in the car. Oh yeah. man, I knew it. I knew it was coming. But um, I do not think you'll like the lighthouse because I, I mean I, I don't even. And you know I love my elevated shit, but that mm -hmm. one, it just it is what it is. I didn't like it. I'm gonna try it again because with the witch. Same thing happened. I watched it the first time. I was like, what's the big deal? Because everybody was calling it the scariest thing ever. The thing with The Witch that I learned when you watch it the second time, you need subtitles with that movie. Yes. And I watch everything with subtitles, which Same. has actually impacted my enjoyment of going to the movie theaters because they don't have the subtitles. And Correct. it bugs me because at home when I'm watching anything, the subtitles, like we will, there have been times we've started a movie and it was in like a different app that we're not used to. Like, let's just say, I don't think it was this, let's say 2B yeah. or something else. And yeah. we couldn't figure out how to get the subtitles on. We turned the movie off. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. I hear you. And with The Witch, I don't know what happened. Oh, we couldn't figure out the subtitles the first time we watched it. So I don't know, something was off with that app, whichever one it was. Mm -hmm. So the whole movie, what is happening? Like, and it it is important what they're talking about yes. in that movie. I'll, yes. 100%. So then the second time, I'm like, oh, I see. Okay, mm -hmm. very good. I enjoyed it. But The Lighthouse went over. They did a fantastic job. Uh, our pets and Willem, is it Willem, William, him, Defoe? William. Him. Mm. They both did a great job. Um, and it's also black and white, which 
I think I've talked about it on here. I have an issue with black and white movies. Mm. They're hard for me to watch unless they're old. Got it. Yes. I, I don't know why. Yeah, like um, I agree with that. I'm and I think I've told you this. Jessica makes fun of me, but like I'm very weird about filters and lighting and just certain. I notice. I don't know why. Probably again because yeah. of my OCD. I notice these things in movies, and I agree with you. If it's a modern day movie. Yeah. It's in black and white. It's harder for me to watch it. But if it's like a Hitchcock movie or like Night of the Living Dead was in black and white, yeah, that doesn't bother me. However, At I all. do wish that Rob Zombie's uh, monsters would have been in black and white. I saw a YouTube video where a YouTuber took portions of the movie and had yeah. them in black because the original is in black and white and they had yeah. it in black and white and it looked phenomenal so i don't know if that's an option on i think he, he wanted to do it in black and white. i'm pretty sure the movie studio told him no and mm. i don't want people to come on here and complain and say that i'm always a rob zombie apologist and that i'm always making excuses for his movies because there's always so much studio inter interference but i'm pretty sure that that was he wanted to do it in black and white and they told him it had to be in color so in mm. normal rob zombie fashion he likes to say f the man and he went like real colorful um, yeah, <laughs> but the video I saw where that those portions of the movie were in black and white, they looked really good. So I'd be interested. I didn't buy that one on DVD um, or Blu-ray. I would be interested to see if that's a setting or something you can do uh, like the black and white version. Yeah. I doubt it, but maybe who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's an old show and they kept from what I could, what I saw in the, the pictures, like they kept the old look of mm -hmm. the character. Yes. So then it, you convert it and it's like, you're watching the old show right and so it's, and it's supposed to be like wonky and zany and like the the jokes are old timey so like yeah like the show like again i think he did a great job there's a lot of people that were bitching and complaining about it. there were a lot of people that were already talking shit about it before it even came out so i knew what was going to yeah. happen um but yeah it is what it is john snow no determination on whether spinoff will happen so i've actually read do you notice like you're trying to put my arm down on my armrest that doesn't exist? Like I keep doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm used to my chair and like yeah, I always have my, yeah, there's no armrest. Anyway, I've so read different, yes, I'm uh, Connor <laughs> McGregor dancing. I've read different articles say one saying that it was greenlit to go. One was saying they already That's what had I a thought. production date. And then I did yeah. see this. I don't know if it was today or earlier this week where they had said that there was basically no, nothing for this and it's all just kind of hearsay at this point i put a sad face on the outline yeah i gotta be honest with you though like i would like this but i don't mm -hmm. know that i need it i don't i don't know that this yeah. far after the original um and i liked john snow he was one of my favorite characters but i don't know that i want a full show. show of just Jon Snow unless Tormund, like Tormund, I love Tormund. He's also one of my favorite yeah. characters. I don't know if he's going to be in it. Um, I don't know. That show just had so many good characters that kept you wanting to know what was going on with their storylines. And I feel like if this, if they focus this one show just on him and whatever he's doing in the North after, as we see at the end, he goes to the North to try to yeah. find Danny's body and the dragon, I believe um drogon but i do you want a full show of just Jon snow or do you even think we need this i get i mean in all fairness probably not the uh 
the like fan of that character and wanting to know more, just wanting to see it more wants it, but is it necessary? This could kind of probably could have put it lower into the what, why? Cause it probably isn't. And because what you're saying, it's so far away at this point, you have house of the dragon. I think most people were more interested in that than yes. him. And I think you're running out of time. Like you should have done that once the show ended, if you were going to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think the interest, I think the interest was, interest will still, I think it will still do well if they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know for me, if it comes out, yes, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I will watch it and I'll be a supporter of the show, but I don't feel like yeah. with all of the other possibilities in the game of thrones universe this is one that is not would not be at the top of my list to get a spin-off series i would much rather see what aria is doing um i think that would be a more interesting storyline just because we didn't in the show get to see like the full scope of her capabilities um Mm. of what she's able to do as a faceless man or how she's even able to be a faceless man since she left the uh temple or whatever because it's Again, it's I would like to see that storyline more so than this. Even though, again, Jon Snow is one of my favorite characters. The only thing that would really have me like itching to see this is if we're going to get a lot of dire wolf action. Hell yeah! See, yeah, I would need, I would definitely need that. I, I'll be honest, I would prefer him over Arya because that the whole faceless thing, unless it's it might be different in the book, but like that whole part in the show had me like. Uh, can I, I got yeah. bored? It was with terribly, that. terribly done in the show. The book okay. is, is, yeah, it's terribly done in the show. Okay, because I mean, I was like, get it over with, like, please. So maybe it's one of those things that doesn't translate well into film, maybe, or they just didn't do it right. But we just didn't get enough time with, like, it just it, mm-hmm. they left so much vague. They left so much, okay. like, I don't want to say out of it, but like they. But again, they were pressed for time. They were trying to run through this and get it over with because they were basically done. They, they, yeah. Benny Hoff and Weiss wanted to be done with the show. I've said it a thousand times. They didn't sign up to finish this. They signed up to make TV sh- seasons off the adaptation of the books. And the they books. ran out of books. And it's right. just, I don't know. what I mean, what? so you did yeah. not enjoy that at all in the show? Her part, no. Not... That like up until then, yes, but when she went to I forgot the name of the the city, but where she went to that temple and was there and then blind, like that whole part had me like, let's move on. Let's I, I it bored the hell out of me for sure. Yeah. They again I like I like that character a lot, and she's yeah. different in the book than in the show, but they they did they definitely rushed through that. I was trying to look to see what book that's in and I, I couldn't figure it out fast enough. I don't want to mess yeah. with my computer because it'll probably glitch because hotel internet is not that great. Um, but yeah, I, I will I watch it? Yes. Um, yeah. Am I, I, w- I am more interested for House of the Dragon to come back. So if this is going to delay House of the Dragon, I don't want that. Right. Um, I agree. It'd be inter- a fun ranking episode would be to rank our favorite Game of Thrones characters. Oof. I'm in. That's a hard one. Kind of. 
I know. Kind of. I know. It, yeah. Eh, for me, it's not. Mm-hmm. We have we that Maybe one not. might have to be a ten, a ten Lester, even fifteen. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. But top five is hard. It's harder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's harder, but I feel like In there's good characters way. that we need yeah. to we need to also include. But Terrifier yeah. Three is happening. We'll continue to push the boundaries. I am excited for this. Where are you at with this? <laughs> I'm. Look, I I I think I've said it on here, or at least I've told you. It. I don't know how I survived any of these because I'm not a gore person, mm. and these are like, I've gotten better. Um, I mean, I've watched Evil Dead, like, but this is it's a lot. Um, in part two, that bedroom scene, like, I still think about it. It's it's too much for me. <laughs> And I'm very, I'm very visual. I get very like, okay. I get impre- impressed very well for right. better or for worse. And that just like freaked me out. It was, it was way over the top where I'm like, okay, I don't, it's a lot of torture at the same time where I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I had fun with the movie too. Cause at the same time, it's so ridiculous, especially right. at the end. Like some of the stuff, I'm like, what? It's entertaining, <laughs> but that and then in the first one the cutting in half like all right i'm i'm okay it's not your thing my brain yeah my brain has had enough of that extreme gore i know a ton of people are excited i sent the news of that to mark Mm -hmm. and he was like super excited about it so i'm happy for you guys (laughs) i Honestly, I'm not a huge like gorehead either. Uh, Seth is not whatsoever. He actually hates it and yeah. he actually enjoys these movies. But I think the reason being is that, in my opinion, the gore in these movies is so over the top yeah. that it's almost like unrealistic. Like it's like, unrealistically over the top. And yeah. maybe this says something about my personality, but I find it funny. Like Seth and I were eating popcorn watching Terrifier 2 like laughing like the the scene where he smashes the mashed potatoes into the mom's face and he goes like yeah like we were laughing but there were people in the theater that were like turning their heads and like yelling there's a couple people that kept leaving and coming back so i think i think it was a a spouse or a girlfriend that didn't know what they were signing up for when they agreed to go see it so they kept leaving and coming back um poor girl (laughs) she's like never going on that date again I am just like, this story has me so intrigued as to where he is taking this whole thing that like, yeah. I want to see what, because apparently I've listened to a couple podcasts where uh, Damien Leone, I think is his name. Yeah. He um has been on there talking about he's, he's had this entire vision for this or has the vision of where this is going and like the whole backstory of, of these characters. And I just want to okay. see... Because it's sort of turning into like a horror fantasy at this point. The first one is a straight up yeah. slasher film, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. The second one starts to introduce like these fantasy elements. And I don't know. I find these characters interesting. I think Art the Clown is very unique. And he um, is a much needed character in horror because I feel like we've kind of... I've went on my soapbox about this before, but like you've you had... Uh, Michael Myers, you had Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger, you had Jason Voorhees, you had Leatherface, you had uh, Penhead, you had uh, Chucky, you had Ghostface, Ghostface in the 90s. But like before you got to Ghostface, you had all yeah. of these like iconic horror leprechaun, all of these like iconic horror characters 
that are like pretty much fantasy characters with maybe the exception of like Michael. He's more, yeah. he was supposed to be human, but like the guys come back from everything. So is he really um, right? You had all of these candy man, you had all of these characters. And I feel like that's something that we're kind of shying away from, which again, I know everybody, there's a lot of people that like the elevated horror thing. We went through this haunted house phase that James Wan started, but I personally would like to see us get back to, or at least have it as an option to have characters like this, mm-hmm. um, where they're totally over the top, unrealistic, because uh, that's that's what I like, right? It's, so I, I like yeah. that, like the Victor Crowley's of the world from the Hatchet series. I thought that was awesome. Um, and I was hoping that kind of started this trend and it didn't. So I would like to see where they take Art the Clown. But I can see why people wouldn't be into it because it is kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, I I fully support it because it came from something so small and look where they're at now. And I do I definitely think he is really scary. And I think he's fit into the horror genre and becoming its own franchise very well. I just don't think I can do this again. And if it's pushing, like I thought that was enough. <laughs> like, yeah. For me, where I do see the over the top for sure, but it was like, okay, seeing that girl still alive, I'm like, all right, that's it. I can't. (laughs) And the bleach, I'm like, oh God, this is awful. It's so bad. Like, it just, it scared scared me. Like, it was affected and also doing its job Mm -hmm. where it did scare me and gross me out, but I can't even imagine what else they're going to do in part three because. They've done a lot with just two. And now they're going to have more money, I believe, is what I was reading. So I'm sure. And hopefully they still because. Oh, and I hope it's not as long because I thought part two was a little too long. It was way too long. Yeah. I'm like, what? What's happening? Like like the first one's hour and a half. Perfect. I really think that's the sweet spot. And that that part two, I'm like, what? It's still going. Oh, my God going on yeah i agree it was way way too long um that was probably one of the only complaints i think i had about it um yeah but i i enjoyed him i I do i agree with you it was way too long but um it'll be interesting to see where he takes it again i like the stories. i think it's it's different from just a gore movie like a um like a hostel or something where it's just you're strictly watching it for the gore aspect of it Right. I do you think there's a storyline there? And I would like to see where the storyline goes. So, yeah, it's not like, yeah, Hostel's just, or Saw, it's like torture porn. Easy I, now, watch it. But, but so, I was going to say, but Saw still has that underlying story. Hostel, I don't even know what the hell that's about anymore. <laughs> like, rich people torturing kids, Taurus. Yeah. yeah. But, eh. but Saw always had that, okay, there's a purpose to this. Mm-hmm. But, like, this, has that storyline but still has the gore. like okay i agree with you you toward the end of the saw franchise it does get a little over the top and the storyline kind of gets pushed to the back burner but uh the first three in my opinion are are pretty freaking good movies they are i that's where i i stopped watching i think after four because that's where i'm like okay now we're just doing it to right to do the kills i still have to check out spiral 
Spiral? Sp- right? I really like Spiral. Yes, I know a lot of yeah. people did not, but I really like Spiral. I thought Chris Rock was fantastic in it. So if you yeah. haven't seen it, I would definitely suggest watching it. Jessica was a jerk and figured it out like mm. 20 minutes into it. We were we watched oh, it at wow. the cabin because I talked. I said I will watch Malignant with you guys if yeah. we can watch Spiral because Seth does not like the Saw movies, which I think he's. Since Terrifier 2, he's his gore threshold is way through the roof now. So I think he could go back right. and be fine with the Saw movies. Um, yeah. But they agreed to it. And we're sitting on the couch watching. And she like figured, she's like, oh, it's this person. So-and-so. I'm like. And she was right. I'm like, nope. And she was like, I can tell by your face that's who it is. And I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> I did not figure it out. I'm bad at these. Like, I'm the screen oh, yeah. movies always get me. And then that one got yep. me too. So, um. Yeah, okay, so Thread, an Insidious Tale spinoff to start, star Mandy Moore and Kumal, I can't even say that, Nanajani? That works, sorry, I meant to put star, not start. Oh, that's all right, I've, I've got it. I, <laughs> Threw I you right off there. there. No, you're good. <laughs> so do do we know what this is about? Uh, No, and I've, I've now I've gotten into this habit where this is the last of the top news in the outline. So it's on that borderline of the what, why mm. these last ones sometimes that, cause I actually put this in the what, why? Cause I'm like, why do we, do we need it? I mean, but I like insidious, but then again, I haven't seen anything beyond part two. So I can't. Oh, do they get worse? Probably. I don't think so. We did them at no? the cabin. Okay. Um, We did. Right, I haven't listened yet. Cause I haven't the... watched the. We did the entire franchise, and I actually really enjoy. I think it was the last key. Okay. Um, three is also good. I think three is just okay. in. Well, let me think. I don't want to be wrong. I think is three the last. Key? How many are? Didn't you and I discuss this once, and I had we looked did. it up, and I've already. I think forgotten. there's four. I think there's four, and this one that's coming out is five. Pretty sure. Let me see. Hold your horses, kid. Hold um, the red door. The red door, isn't that? Oh, that's the new one, yes? hmm <laughs> Insidious. Inside Man. I'm also Man. surprised. Sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, it's okay. I'm also surprised they waited this long to do... The spinoff? Yeah. My guess is they are hoping that Insidious, the red door does really well, and then they're going to try to ride those coattails. Um, So Insidious, Insidious Chapter 2, Insidious Chapter 3, which has Dermot Mulroney from Scream 6 in it. That's where him and his daughter have an apartment. That one is iffy, but Insidious The Last Key is the one that I really did enjoy. So that is a backstory on... um, Lee Wanell, okay. uh, Specs, and I forget the other guy's name, and then uh, okay. Elise. That one is pretty good. Oh, cool. Actually, okay. that was really good. I think I actually rated it toward the top. I'm not an Insidious fan, as you know. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. I, would say, I would say watch him. Okay, well, perfect. So I, I like Mandy Moore, so that's cool. This guy, I've seen him in stuff, but not that many things. When you look him up, you'll probably recognize who he is just by face. And um, we'll see. I I like Insidious just based off the two. You know, I like my haunting crap. Yes, you do. I do. So if it's a good ghost story, I'm in. I'm a sucker. That's why I put it back on there, but not really because is it too late? Like, 
I don't know, five movies later? That's I don't think interesting. so. It, I think it'll no? all depend on how The Red Door does. Yeah, because The Conjuring did it so quick. They're like, The Conjuring, oh shit, now everybody wants to know about the doll, so let's do Annabelle. And then it's just like, they did it right away. Mm-hmm. And then they're waiting, so we'll see. I'm in. I'm in for I'm this. In. Mandy Moore had me. I mean, why not? Let's let's just let's do it, Mandy Moore. Let's get excited. And I don't. I was trying to think of a Mandy Moore song really quick, and I couldn't do it. Um, candy. That's a song. I yeah. I don't know that. I know I'm Candy Shop even... by Little Wayne. Is that is that that's a song, right? Take it to the can- I better not. No, um, that's uh. Isn't that Fifty Cent? Pretty sure, isn't it? I think it is Fifty Cent. I just give Little Wayne credit for all rap stuff because that works. You know, he's the guy. It is he's now time guy. for the coveted, the one and the only, the what and the why. John Wick 5 and a whole cinematic universe are confirmed. Why does everything need a cinematic universe now? It's true. <laughs> why? Like, why do we need to do this? And that that could just be me. And I put this here like iffy because I know you've watched them all. I have not. So mm-hmm. I'm talking out of my ass with this. But it's just the it's not even a criticizing John Wick 5. It's just the, the cinematic thing that bothers you. Like everything's turning into this now. We can't just be OK with. One movie. Yes. Or maybe two or three. Mm hmm. It just has to turn into universe and spin. I have to and... be honest, okay. Yeah. So the when I hit initially, if you told me after I watched John Wick that this was going to turn into this franchise, I would have told you you were crazy. That we're sitting here in 2023. I don't know when the first yeah. John Wick movie came out, me but either. that we're sitting here <laughs> in 2023, and there's potentially. A John Wick five. Yeah. And an entire cinematic universe centralized around this character. Like, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm here for a John Wick five. If they can somehow make that work, I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, But crazier things have happened with that they franchise, have. as you can see it. I would go watch a John Wick five in the movie yeah. theater on opening night. And I would be here for a cinematic universe. I think they've created enough characters in that franchise that I'm interested to see those spinoffs and where those characters go and where the tie-ins happen. You could even do some backstories on some of the characters that you didn't get a ton about that aren't with us anymore. Um, And I think it would make a lot of money. And I also think action movies are like kind of like comedies, right? I don't feel like you have... That's not like a thriving genre, which we've talked about. Really, the only, in my opinion, thriving genre right now is the horror genre because you've seen the um, kind of the Marvel hangover effect on the superhero yeah. movies. People are getting sick of those. We don't have comedies. Action movies are hit or miss. It's not like when Jean-Claude Van Damme, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, um, I know I'm forgetting somebody, uh, Mel Gibson, like those guys. Right. Like this shitting out action movies like my grandpa has had like this whole hutch full of action movies and it was like yeah it's just like every year like an action movie came out like we don't have that anymore like right at least in my opinion i think stallone's still doing it with the expendables movies but you get one of those every like four years um 
I'm I think Gerard Butler is doing it, but all those movies are being released straight to streaming. Um, but think about yeah. it. Do we have any action? Like I guess The Rock maybe. Um, but like even then, those aren't like those cringy action movies, right? Like, right. Like what those used to be. So like John Wick is. I don't know. Well, I mean, what's your thoughts? I mean, again, I've only seen part one. So I think they're very well done action because it's not cringy like those 90s ones or even 80s mm-hmm. action movies. And But you're right when you really think about it. And I think it's streaming that's made it, has ruined action because the only thing that comes out action is a franchise. It's uh, Top Gun, right? Yep. I know it's only one movie, but that's one. Uh, Mission Impossible, that's yes. a big deal, but it's a big franchise. Now it's John Wick. But anything else... I said last episode there was a Gerard Butler action movie coming out. Who knew about it? Right. When five years, six years ago, that would have been a bigger deal. Yeah. Where's Jason Statham? Did I say that right? He's in the Meg. He's fighting sharks. That is true. But he was in stuff for a while, and then all of a sudden, even he's out of it. Like, it's not carrying the same weight as it did when we were kids, where I felt like the movies were dominated by action movies back then. 100%. It really felt that way. And it just, they were like the fun movie or popcorn movie. And and now you're like, so what is out? It's superheroes, because they're still pushing it out. Of course. Right? Franchise or kids movies. That's it. Like, your dramas are limited release or streaming. Mm-hmm. If you happen to see it, comedies are like you said they're dead. Yeah, and then this is that's interesting. And then horror, you know, everything that's come out is getting a theater release, big, big movie wise. So this might I be a hot. It. This might be a hot take, but let, I want to bounce this off you and get your opinion. <laughs> Do you think with this push and this mass media? Um, push of toxic masculinity that it makes it hard mm. to push a character like that because think about the ma- main characters in those movies they're like excreting masculinity out of their pores yeah. right and that is perceived right. now as a bad thing um, mm. I wonder if studios are just like in my opinion with comedy I think they are afraid to make comedies because they may hurt somebody's feelings um, when you go back and you watch an American Pie or you watch an Ace Ventura or you yeah. watch one of those movies that we probably died laughing at is, you know, when they came out, um, something about Mary, those types of movies. Um, I don't think studios are willing to take the risk to make those kind of movies anymore. Do you think that is the same with mm. you think I'm grasping at straws here? Do you think there's something there? I mean, I, maybe they're worried to push a character like that. You could be right, because then at the, you know, the masculine character, right? He's the big guy, but then he and he's also I mean, I don't see it that way, but it, then he has the girl, right? That he just takes advantage of in the movie. It's the hot girl and then it's over. I guess that's a really good point because you're putting that on a pedestal, right? In an action movie, it's this big guy saving the world. But right. So are action. So are uh superheroes but not in the right. same way i guess right with yeah. superheroes 
Because it's not like that. Well, it is that one guy sometimes. It's just not always the it's an underdog in superhero movies. That's the difference. And they've even tempered Iron Man. Like think of Robert Downey Jr. in the first Iron Man movie. Right. The dog. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the only one. Everybody else is kind of trying to a nerd. Yeah, they they've definitely like, pushed the nerd agenda for sure. But I mean, it's yeah. cool to be nerdy now, right? Like like that. When I was a kid, you didn't want to be a nerd, and now it's like right. It's right. Like I was always a nerd, but like you didn't want to be. You wanted to be like right the kid that developed early and had muscles and a mustache, right? Like I didn't really want a mustache. That'd be weird. But like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be the nerdy kid with glasses and messed up teeth, which I was. So it's like, you know, it's like, that's not, now that is cool. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I would, hmm. I'd be interesting to see in those, cause I will never be privy to these conversations, but like, it would be interesting to see those conversations about, okay, well we can't make this movie and here's why. Right. Like, right. Think about this, this in this last yeah. John wick movie, Keanu Reeves says probably 10 words. Yeah, you told me that. But is that also saying something like, oh, an action person doesn't have to say anything. It's just all about what he has to do. And he's, I don't I don't know what other word to say is except idiot. Like you're just a yeah. muscle, right? To right. punch or whatever he does, because I can't remember now. But is it also commenting on that? Like that's not fair either. Because right. that's not the case but you're also setting a different standard there. So it can go everywhere. That's a really good point. Thank you. I have a lot of them. I'm, mm. You can use it. Go to work tomorrow and tell people, like, hey, I just thought of this, and then you use it and see what people say. Because, you know, even when, like I told you when we were talking about Fast and Furious, I watched at the time when it came out, because it was like high school or whatever, we went to watch Triple X at mm. the theater with mm-hmm. Vin Diesel. That's a perfect example of that toxic masculinity, right? Like, cause yes. he's the guy and he had the girl. I don't, you don't see that kind of stuff. No, anymore. it would be extremely, in my opinion, I think it would be, uh, again, but I also believe, and feel free to disagree. I, I don't yeah. speak for everybody that's on here, but in my opinion, um, a small group of people make a very loud noise and make a lot of rumbling and then it impacts other things even though it's again a very small group of people that may not like or may not want that certain thing to exist like the comedy or yeah. the action movie we're talking about but yeah it'd be interested i would be interested to, to be a fly on the wall in some of those meetings and see the stuff that gets pitched and then yeah. why it gets shot down but again like it's funny i say this because the potentially the biggest action but again it is a franchise because i mean the fast and furious is an action franchise but it's yeah i don't know but then it's weird because then at the same time it's a it's a double-edged sword because yes it's a whole masculine thing but then you have girls going just to look at the guy like jason momoa and aquaman Right. I mean, exactly. So at the end of the day, at the same time, it's you're still making at least the female crowd happy. You're making the guy happy because you're making, you know, the guy that's likable. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have the girl. Oh, well, he's fine. So it's like you win, but then you still lose because it's all about the man. Um, So it could be. 
I wouldn't doubt that that could definitely be a reason why. I mean, I just wouldn't watch the movie. If you don't like it, just don't watch the if movie. If it's not your thing, don't watch it. Thing. If it is your right. thing, watch it. There's, It's like... Again, I bring everything back to horror, but that's what I love yeah. about it is there are so many different subgenres. Like if I want to watch a slasher movie and you want to watch right. a ghost haunting movie, that is available to us. So why shouldn't these dirty comedies or these masculine jacked up right. jacked up dudes doing cool shit, as I like to say on the HMC podcast, like why don't we have that available? Like why does yeah. it's just like again, like we have said almost every episode, do whatever makes you happy. Exactly. So I just don't see, or maybe it just everybody grew out of it and maybe it'll like everything, right? It goes away and then it'll come back Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, kind of like flare jeans. I don't know why I thought of that, but the point is like, well, dude, Abby bought Lucy some (laughs) bell bottoms and these things are hideous. Uh, We call her Sherry Moon pants because it looks like something Sherry Moon's would wear in a Rob Zombie movie. But this next one cracks me up dude sleeping <laughs> beauties massacre good lord here we go again <laughs> i figured you'd laugh at that <laughs> you're so angry about all of these disney horror movies dude why why are they bothering you so much i don't it's not that it's just like it's just funny how one thing gets made and now oh my god let's do it all we have to it wasn't even to. that great but we discovered it made money and that's it just shows what that how it drives people. I think we all know how much money drives everything. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's just like it really does. We went from Cinderella last week to now Sleeping Beauty. It just made me laugh. I'm like, oh my god! I just wish goes. they would give one of these ideas like actual studio money and let them make a good one. Because yeah. I feel like you'd be taking it on the chin for the first one. I don't think Winnie the Pooh was the one to do it with, but I think this could be, to be honest. Yeah. Or even the Cinderella one, or even Beauty and the Beast. I feel like if you threw, like Jason Blum, I know he listens to yeah. this at Blumhouse. He he texts me a lot, asks me my opinions on stuff, Um, which is why the last Halloween trilogy was so good. I had a lot of impact on that. Um, But... Like, why not throw money at this and make one yeah. really good? Because you know, if that makes money, then they could in turn use that money to fund the next one and the next one and give us like quality, uh, princess, Disney, princess, Disney, whatever. Yeah. Pan's not a princess, but they're making one of those or Alice isn't a princess, but like yeah. even that would be a good one. Alice in Wonderland. Alice would like, be crazy. Like, yeah. why not? Throw money at it. Maybe he doesn't have the IP for it. I don't know, but like throw money at it, make a really good one. Yeah, and then use that to then continue to make these, but make them good. Like, let's not just put out a bunch of really shitty versions of these. Like, let's let's make them again. Like, let's make a cinematic universe. God, the dark side of fairy tales. I mean, I think they're. I think we discussed this. Like, they're actually more disturbing than what the fairy tales we read as kids or we see in Disney movies, because obviously these exist as their own property outside Mm -hmm. of Disney. So this Cinderella Aladdin might actually be uh, interesting because you can see where all of this can turn bad. Right. With the villains and everything. Winnie the Pooh. I, I, I agree. I don't know why you would choose Winnie the Pooh to do that with like, 
I think it was the first one that's, yeah. that the IP became available. So they, they like uh, jumped on it and like, I haven't seen it. I think Mark watched it. Um, yeah. He was trying to tell me about it, but I couldn't hear what he was saying because I kept hearing that really good news music that they have playing in my head. Oh my um, <laughs> for the patrons, yeah. I will tell that story at the end of this so they know why I continue to make fun of their music. Um further in the news segment, but I'm not going to put it on here. You have to become a patron to find out why. Um, yeah. But anyway, I'm here for it. I'll yeah. probably not watch tell it. Me. Um, okay. well, I might, I'm not going to watch the Winnie the Pooh one. Cause I've already heard it's bad, but like yeah. my feeling on this, I'm here. When I say I'm here for it, I'm not against them making these movies. I just yeah. wish that somebody like Blumhouse, Mm-hmm. Um, could get their hands on this and make a really good one because I think you would see it then continue to get better. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, new upcoming theater and streaming releases. Boogeyman hits theaters June 2nd. Still no buzz whatsoever. This also has me worried because I would think that they would be pushing this more, but not at all. At all. Like this is dead. Yeah, it makes me wonder if the movie's not good. Well, I'm going to go watch it as of now. I'm going to go Saturday. Okay. So we'll see. But unfortunately, it has a very large competition this weekend. What comes out? Remind me. The Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, is this the cartoon? Yeah. Oh. Is this a sequel? Yeah, yeah. Because the I first one's so. into the Spider Verse, right? Yes, there we go. The Spider Verse, into the Spider Verse, something, something like that. Yeah, my that kids one. really liked. I didn't. I, I think they did. That's the one where like they're all like there's a ton of different Spider Man. The pig right? one, yeah. Another okay. pig. Yeah. The animation on that. This is another one that uh, I think they won an Oscar for it and everything. Like the mm. the animation on that movie and this one i presume will be the same is amazing like it's something you hadn't seen because it looked very comic booky but still real at the same time like they did a lot of things back and forth um i really like these newer animation like that's why i'm excited about ninja turtles spider-man looks good um i know i'm gonna it's gonna be biased because i love cats we know this but like puss in boots and the last wish like the animation on that I mean, I did watch it because it's a cat movie, but the animation on that too, like they've really stepped things up to make a difference in 3D animation. That's like, wow, I didn't think mm-hmm. you can make this different anymore. My kids but... also really enjoyed Puss in Boots. Oh, so exciting. They did. They did. The wolf scared yeah. Lucy. Like, He's a little scary. She hated the wolf, but she got yeah. over it. She got over it. I agree. I don't know that I watched the first one, but I think Boogeyman, based on them allowing it to come out the same weekend as the Spider-Man movie, yeah. knowing the Spider-Man is going to do well, and the fact that we haven't really seen much of this, it makes me think it's probably not going to do well. Yeah, I think this is just going to go down. Yeah, I think yeah. they probably know that it's not going to do well. It makes me wonder why it wasn't um, this push to streaming, but... I don't know. I'm not going to see it. I'll be interested to see what you think of it when you see it. Um, I'm yeah. not going to have an opportunity to go to the movies this weekend, so I'm not going to be seeing Fast 10, and I'm not going to be seeing The Machine, and I'm not going to be seeing uh, The Boogeyman. 
we've we've since switched because I was seeing a bunch yeah. of movies and you were, and now I feel like you are going to see a movie and I'm not. So here we are. So we can share. Now it's my turn to reflect back. Yes. I'm honestly going uh, because I do love watching horror movies in the theater because I think it's meant to be experienced in a loud environment. I'm yeah. hoping, honestly, that this has jump scares. So at least I get that out of it. And I that is fun for me to do. I don't have expectations. They're pretty low. So well, if you go in like will, that... Uh... Maybe it'll surprise. Yeah, maybe it'll surprise you. It won't disappoint you. But that covers all of the movie news. We are now going to kick it over to Erica. You're going to go into gaming news. Not as much as last week. Are you a little disappointed with this or what? Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, last week was that whole PlayStation showcase. So we got a lot of stuff going on. That's right. But this week, not too much, but. I have come to the realization, I've said it many times, but I really need to look into getting a PC just to play computer games because this is only one that I put on here, this Haunted Memories, uh, The Return. It's a body cam psychological horror game. So it's found footage. It's a found footage horror game. Like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's right up your alley. It's right up. But before... um, signing on to the episode there's so many of them coming out and i'm like i can't play these this is terrible i was wondering that because again, i don't game whatsoever um i have yeah. like a subway surfer on my phone that's probably the wow the only video game i've played in like the last five years but yeah. um and i only have it on there because the kids are like dad can we play a game here this is all i got um because you tell me they these things take hours and out like 24 hours to f- 60 hours or something to play these games. It's like, well, if they're releasing new games every week, yeah, I'm just thinking of my own schedule. Like, I don't have, like, I, I don't make, I always, I hate when people say they don't have, I don't make time to play games, but like, I can, yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, like, how long does it, when you get a game, how long does it take you to beat it? Like, Ooh. let's say a game that should realistically take 20 hours to beat it. How long does it take you to beat it? Over a month. Okay, so if they're releasing these games every week, by the time you beat one, you've got four sitting there. Yep. Now times two months, so you've finished two games in two months. Now you have eight yep. games waiting on you. Like it's like this would stress me lot. out more than our streaming <laughs> issues we talk about. So you are compounding this on top of the streaming issues. Why do you think I told you that last week, that Monday, that I sat there and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with my evening anymore because it's too much the only good thing i will say these like these horror games are not 20 hours Mm. so at least i think these are much quicker um okay but it's still a build-up like there's so many games that i want to get through even non-horror like i'm not playing a horror game right now like on 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 my own but that game is over 10 hours probably more because I'll play a little bit after work and then I'm tired and that's it. And then the weekend hits, I'll try to find time, but you got to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but mm. I like knowing that there's a whole catalog. I mean, I'm, I'm subscribed to PlayStation plus and just going on there. I'm like, great. Oh god, It just never ends. It yeah. never ends. It's amazing. You're so, better than me. I'd be, this would add even more stress to my life that I don't need. So I feel for yeah. you. Yeah. And uh, 
we did get a new trailer this week for a Silent Hill game that's coming out later this year. What is it? Ascension? Ascension? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't intrigue me 100% because it looked weird. Like, it didn't look very Silent Hill-like, but I'll still keep an open mind. And once they release maybe more information on it, I'll be more into it. I'm more excited for the remake of the original part two that's supposed to come out this year. Mm-hmm. That one's exciting because that one is really scary. Do you think that with these Silent Hill movie or video games coming out that they will start making movies? I think there's a movie in production or they're talking about. Yes, I think we I brought it up in one of the episodes. They are working on a movie as well. We did talk about that because yeah. Jess, I said I was surprised we hadn't done the first movie because Jess and Seth both really enjoy it. Um, yes. I was more of a Resident Evil fan. Yes, we had right. this exact we did, yeah. conversation. Yeah. I actually was listening to a podcast the other day and they went into some horror gaming news. Um, apparently, there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Um, yep. It either already exists or they're coming, it's coming out, out with it. And yeah. I guess you can play as survivors or I guess there's going to be five. Yes. Villains. Is that right? Uh Oh, well, I didn't know that. I thought it was just him where you can play. Well, you can play as a villain. So I guess there is more than one. And then, yeah, you can play a survivor or, you know, one of the roadies. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I think teenagers. you can be Leatherface. You can be the hitchhiker. Oh, um, you could be the family, basically. Yeah, like I don't think Chop Top is in it yet, but um, but the way they were explaining it is basically, you, if you are a survivor, though, you are already injured and your life is like depleting. So like you can't just go and like oh, hide great. and wait. You're right. Like so, like you have to actually go and do certain things. So it sounded intriguing to me. Um, but I didn't know if you'd heard about it or not. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, I think it comes out in October, which is very. Mm. appropriate um yeah there's a lot of people excited for that because of the ability to play as like ghost ghost face oh my god leather face but oh which reminds me I, i'm playing this game i've mentioned it on here dead by daylight which is mm. kind of the same thing you either play a villain or you play a survivor it's online so you play with people and uh i was playing survivor and the villain was ghost face this guy was so mean to me. He just kept killing me and waited for somebody to come save me and then just killed me again and again and again. I'm like, I hate you. I was so mad. Did you talk to this person? Was he like talking shit <laughs> no, to you? While he... Thank oh, God. That's a bummer. It was probably a kid. Uh, I bet it was a little kid. He was getting you. He was like, take this, take this. I'm like, you're so mean. Let me get up. Like, that's not fair. I mean, he Did killed they get, me. like points for killing you or something. Yeah, and he could have been doing like uh there's like daily quests, maybe that was one of them like to keep oh. killing the person. I have no I was so mad though cuz I'm like, dude, let and me you, get you, up. You couldn't talk to him through your headset? Uh, that's a bummer. That'd no, that's funny, probably though. a good thing. Well, maybe maybe not. maybe not. Maybe maybe you could have really given him peace of your mind or maybe you could have used yeah. your charm and got him to leave you alone. I don't know, but that's true. But I mean, he was impressive though when he came up behind me and like out of nowhere and I realized it was Ghostface. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's you. That's really scary. Because <laughs> he snuck up behind you. Yeah. Like you can't hear him. So he anyway, that was. Kill you. Yes. So it's rude. No 
Well, sir, that's, that's why I don't game. I don't ma'am. want people to continuously kill me. But thank you again for putting together Anytime. this outline and <laughs> putting up with my insane schedule and recording this late. I do appreciate it. Anytime. Team effort. I agree. I do not have my list of patrons, so I apologize <laughs> to all of the patrons. I wonder if I can find it really quick. What do you think? Do you think I can do that without glitching? Because I, I don't do it. think it's right that I say I'm going to do not... something, and then I don't do it. I'm a man of my word, as the Joker says in Christopher sure. Nolan's The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. My favorite of... Yes. The Batman movies. I'm trying to buy time here, as you guys can tell. Thank you to all of our patron listeners out there. They give us their hard-earned money to listen to us talk about movies and all kinds of stuff and make crude jokes. We really appreciate it. I would like to personally say thank you to Colette S., Matt B., Zach F., Rosalind, Vicky D., Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin Ashley V., Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Helm Street and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nix. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up? I love the Dark Knight too. That's I'm it. a big fan. I'm a big Same. fan. In that case, patrons, go ahead to the next episode. Hear about why I make fun of Elm Street's in the news music if you really care. If you don't care, you can skip it, but you never know what else might come up. We're out of here. Bye. 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 Yeah.